This is Trifecta Now, Living a Course in Miracles. Welcome to Season 2, the Lessons Series. This is the fourth topic in the Lessons episodes. This topic is called The Holy Instant. The Holy Instant is a place we set up in our minds, an altar of peace. The Holy Instant is a state in which we have no thoughts in our minds, a place in time where this moment is all that is observed and cherished. Living in the now and not allowing our minds to wander or dwell on the past or worry about the future. It is referred to as an instant for two reasons. One, that time has no relevance in eternity and that finding this state starts almost as small instances in our time then hopefully grow to always in that state. In the workbook for students, there is actually no section on the holy instant. But at the very end of the workbook for students, on page 485, it's called, it's a topic called Final Lessons. And I think in this section, it sort of helps us a little bit about the holy instant and understanding it. So paragraph one says, our final lessons will be left as free of words as possible. We use them, but at the beginning of our practicing and only to remind us that we seek to go beyond them. Let us turn to him who leads the way and makes our footsteps sure. To him we leave these lessons, as to him we give our lives henceforth. Paragraph 2 says, His is the only way to find the peace that God has given us. It is his way that everyone must travel in the end, because it is this ending God himself appointed. In the dream of time, it seems to be far off. And yet, in truth, it is already here, already serving us as gracious guidance in the way to go. Let us together follow in the way that truth points out to us. And let us be the leaders of our many brothers who are seeking for the way, but find it not. Paragraph 3, sentence 2 says, On to this aim, oh sorry, onto us the aim is given to forgive the world. It is the goal that God has given us. It is his ending to the dream we seek and not our own. For all that we forgive, we will not fail to recognize as part of God himself. And thus his memory is given back completely and complete. On the next page, which is page 486, paragraph 6 says, We come in honesty to God and say we did not understand and ask him to help us to learn his lessons through the voice of his own teacher. Would he hurt his son? Or would he rush to answer him and say, This is my son, and all I have is his? Be certain he will answer thus, for these are his own words to you. And more than that, can no one ever have, for in these words is all there is, and all that there will be throughout all time and in eternity. And then on that page as well, it says Lessons 361 to 365. It says, This holy instant would I give to you. Be you in charge, for I will follow you, certain that your direction gives me peace. And the only paragraph in that section says, And if I need a word to help me, he will give it to me. If I need a thought, he will also give. And if I need but stillness and a tranquil, open mind, these are the gifts I will receive from him. He is in charge by my request. 
and he will hear and answer me because he speaks for God, my father and his holy son. The only place that the holy instant is really explained is in the text. I'll highlight some of those lessons again so it becomes clear how to do this. To understand the holy instant, first, you must have the right conditions for learning, and second, must be a happy learner. If you don't think you are blessed, then it'll be difficult to share blessings with others. If you have not done the internal work of self-love and learning to be self-full, then setting up the holy instant will be difficult. The Holy Spirit is your teacher, but she needs a learner willing to let go of their thoughts of the past and the future. She needs a dedicated learner who wants to find peace and joy in this world. The thoughts the mind of God's sons projects or extend have all the power that he gives to them. Your thoughts will not be taken from you, but you have the power and choice to give them up and let them go. So in the original text on page 272, and I believe that's chapter 14. So excuse me, as I go back, I have a whole bunch of places that I've saved in this book. It is chapter 14. And it's on, yeah, page 272. It's called The Happy Learner. And there's a few places I'm going to highlight. So paragraph two says the Holy Spirit, seeing where you are, but knowing you are elsewhere, begins his lesson in simplicity with the fundamental teaching that truth is true. This is the hardest lesson you will ever learn. And in the end, the only one. Simplicity is very difficult for twisted minds. Consider all the distortions you have made of nothing. All the strange forms and feelings and actions and reactions that you have woven out of it. Nothing is so alien to you as the simple truth. And nothing are you less inclined to listen to. The contrast between what is true and what is not is perfectly apparent. Yet you do not see it. Paragraph 3 says, All this the Holy Spirit sees and teaches simply that all this is not true. To those unhappy learners who would teach themselves nothing and delude themselves into believing that this is not nothing, the Holy Spirit says with steadfast quietness, truth is true. Nothing else matters. Nothing else is real. And everything beside it is not there. Let me make the one distinction for you that you cannot make, but need to learn. Your faith in nothing is deceiving you. Offer your faith to me, and I will place it gently in the holy place where it belongs. You will find no deception there, but only the simple truth. And you will love it because you will understand it. So I had moved on to page 273, and I'm going to continue with with paragraph four. Like you, the Holy Spirit did not make truth. Like God, he knows it to be true. He brings the light of truth into darkness and lets it shine on you. And as it shines, your brothers see it and realizes that this light is not what you have made. They see in you more than you, more than you see. They will be happy learners of the lessons that this light's light brings to them because it teaches them release from nothing and from all the works of nothing. 
paragraph five says, when you teach anyone that truth is true, you learn it with him. And so you learn that what seemed hardest was the easiest. Learn to be a happy learner and you will never learn how to make nothing everything. And last paragraph six says, if you would be a happy learner, you must give everything you have learned to the Holy Spirit to be unlearned for you. I'll be quoting and explaining chapter 15 of the text in this next part. It is the chapter that the Holy Instant was explained. And I'm going to quote from different paragraphs on page 301, 302, 303, and 304. So let me go to there. As I said, I've marked all these places with all these bookmarks, so I'm getting there. So paragraph two, ooh, no. Paragraph one on page 301 starts with, can you imagine what it means to have no cares, no worries, no anxieties, but merely to be perfectly calm and quiet all the time? Yet this is what time is for, to learn just that and nothing more. Paragraph two says, one source of perceived discouragement from which you may suffer is your belief that it takes time and that the results of the Holy Spirit's teaching are far in the future. This is not so, for the Holy Spirit uses time in his own way and is not bound by it. On page 302, paragraph 7, says the Holy Spirit teaches thus, There is no hell. Hell is only what the ego has made of the present. The belief in hell is what prevents you from understanding the present because you are afraid of it. The Holy Spirit leads us steadily to heaven as the ego drives us to hell. For the Holy Spirit, who knows only the present, uses it to undo the fear by which the ego would make the present useless. There is no escape from fear in the ego's use of time. Paragraph 8 at the very bottom of 302 says, The Holy Spirit would undo all of this now. Fear is not of the present, but only of the past and the future, which do not exist. There is no fear in the present when each instant stands clear and separated from the past without its shadow reaching out into the future. Each, uh, no, and I'm going to go to paragraph nine, which says, this lesson takes no time. For what is time without a past and a future? It has taken time to misguide you so completely, but it takes no time at all to be, to be what you are. Begin to practice the Holy Spirit's use of time as a teaching aid to happiness and peace. Take this very instant now and think of it as all there is of time. Nothing can reach you here out of the past, and it is here that you are completely absolved completely free and holy without condemnation. From this holy instant, wherein holiness was born again, you will go forth in time without fear and with no sense of change with time. Paragraph 10 says, Time is inconceivable without change, yet holiness does not change. Learn from this instant more than merely that hell does not exist. In this redeeming instant lies heaven. Sentence six says, there is no change in heaven because there is no change in God. 
and the holy instant in which you see yourself as bright with freedom, you will remember God, for remembering him is to remember freedom. Paragraph 11 says, if you are tempted to be dispirited by thinking how it would take, how long it would take to change your mind so completely, ask yourself, how long is an instant? Sentence five says, in exchange for this instant, he stands ready to give you the remembrance of eternity. Chapter, sorry, paragraph 12 at the very bottom of page 303 says, miracles are the instance of release you offer and will receive. Turn the page. They attest to your willingness to be released and to offer time to the Holy Spirit for his use of it. Paragraph 13 on page 304 says, how long is an instant? It is as short for your brother as it is for you. Practice giving this blessed, blessed instant of freedom to all who are enslaved by time and thus make time their friend for them. Paragraph 14 says, how long is an instant? As long as it takes to reestablish perfect sanity, perfect peace and perfect love for everyone, for God and for yourself. Sentence four says, as long as it takes to exchange hell for heaven, long enough to transcend all of the ego's making and ascend onto your father. Paragraph 15 says, time is your friend. If you leave it to the Holy Spirit to use, he needs but very little, very little to restore God's whole power to you. He who transcends time for you understands what time is for. Holiness, not holiness lies not in time, but in eternity. The holy instant is your release from time. It suspends our moments and makes them feel real and grounded. Not grounded in the earth, but grounded in the belief that we are immortal and not the bodies we have chosen in this world. The holy instant is a place to go to, to go to and clear your mind of the hurt, pain, and anger you may hold on to. It does at first feel like meditation because you are focusing on the task of clearing your mind, sitting in a quiet space and spending time in this moment. Over time, it'll be just who you are and how you think. The holy instant is this instant and everyone that follows it. The Holy Spirit is our guide in this moment. You only ask her for, your, for her assistance. I experienced some difficulty sleeping one night shortly after I started seeking out the holy instant. I was feeling some fear and discomfort. I asked that these thoughts be removed from my mind and replaced with no thoughts. When it occurred moments after I asked, I felt my body feel so light and free. I felt like I was floating like a feather over my bed. I was so relaxed and so calm. My mind was clear and free, free from fear and free of anxiety and free to just be. I fell asleep quickly after that. The course, this course is not about time. It can be learned. It's not about time. It can be learned in an instant. This course is about allowing our minds to be open and willing to will ourselves to think better thoughts. 
We have the ability to change our minds, and in doing so, it changes our understanding and acceptance of who we are. The holy instant is this instant and every instant. The holy instant is beyond the past and the future, and it stands in shimmering readiness for our acceptance. Your practice fit must rest on your willingness to let all the small stuff go. You will recognize the wholeness of our existence, in which you gladly give up any plans by those of by those of which oneness is not in our existence. For in doing so, peace is achieved. Releasing all negative and small-mindedness are the conditions for peace. You can have the holy instant every time and anywhere you want it. In your practice, try to give over every plan you have accepted for finding greatness in being petty and negative. Peace and joy are not there. The reason this course is simple is that truth is simple. Complexity and confusion are of the ego. We struggle with finding peace when we choose to believe that we are created, we are created as beings, sorry, to believe what we created as being the truth. You can live in the holy instant beginning now and reaching into eternity. It can be achieved for this simple reason. The holy instant is a time in which you receive and give perfect communication. It is a time in which your mind is fully open to receive and to give. It seeks to change nothing, but only to accept everything. The holy instant is not about keeping negative thoughts to yourself. It is about acknowledging those thoughts and releasing them. Those small and negative thoughts are not worthy of who you truly are. Let the Holy Spirit help you to shine them away and let them go and relinquish your attachment to those thoughts. This will remind you that you are a host to God and not a hostage to anyone or anything. The Holy Instant is the Holy Spirit's most useful learning device for teaching what love truly is. Its purpose is to suspend judgment entirely. Judgment always rests on the past, for past experience is the basis on which we judge. Judgment is impossible without the past, for without it, we do not understand anything. The ego is the platform of judgment. The holy instant is the platform of love. The Holy Spirit's timelessness lies in the holy instant. In the holy instant, free of the past, you see that love is in you. You will have no need to look outside for love. All relationships are blessed in the holy instant because blessings are unlimited there. In the holy instant, the sonship gains as one, and united in its blessing, it becomes one to you. The meaning of love is the meaning God gave to it. The holy instant is a lesson in how to hold all your brothers and sisters in your mind, experiencing not loss, but completion. And from this, it allows you to give, it allows you to only give. This is what love truly is and always will be. In the holy instant, nothing happens that has not always been. Nothing has changed. Everything as it is, as it should be. There is no exclusion in the holy instant because the past is gone. And with it goes the whole basis for exclusion. The Holy Spirit cannot teach through fear. He cannot communicate with you while you believe to communicate is to make yourself alone. As long as you believe to be in a body is companionship, you will continue to see yourself 
and everyone as a body, and hold them to it by guilt. It is through the holy instant that what seems impossible is accomplished. The willingness to communicate attracts communication to it and overcomes loneliness completely. The holy instant does not replace the need for learning or the teacher who is here to teach you. For a teaching assignment as big as this, she must use everything within this world for our release. Her concern and care for you is unlimited. Let, let's join together in making the holy instant all that there is by desiring this to be all that there is. You are never alone in this. You are forever in a relationship as holy, sorry, a relationship that is holy and it calls to everyone. Nothing that was ever created is but yours. Your relationships are with the universe. This universe, being with God, is far beyond the petty sum of all the separate bodies we think we see. In the holy instant, the recognition of relationships with limits is given to you. But in order to see it, you need to give up what we think we see. We need to let go of our, in quotations, this world expectations of who we want our brothers and sisters to be for us. This is an ego perception, not a spiritual one. In the holy instant, the condition of love is met, where minds are joined without the interference of the body. This is where peace resides. For this kind of communication embraces everything, and in the peace, it reestablishes love comes of itself. This year, accept the holy instant and let it take your, your place in the awakening of your mind. Make this year different by making it all the same. Let all your relationships let all your relationships be made holy by you. This is your will. So tomorrow, start your day with a declaration of what you want it to look like. Then go about your day making it happen. Again, pay attention to your thoughts. If you find that they're judging in negative ones, clear them out, correct them, make positive ones. Our whole, the Holy Spirit is our teacher, our healer, and our guide. She's here to help. I want you to find some alone time where you can have no distractions. Sit quietly on your own. Breathe in, breathe out. Listen to your breaths. Then start listening to the sounds around you. You can do this with your eyes open or your eyes closed. I suggest your eyes be open because the holy instant is about the total awareness of the moment. Start by listening to the sounds around you. If thoughts come into your head, clear them. If you're having difficult doing this, then start to name what you see. This is what I did. For example, if you're sitting in the kitchen, start saying out loud what you see in that room. Name the things in the room. Name the stuff. This will help you to focus your mind on what you are seeing right now in the now. Once you have done this, then go about the rest of your day. The holy instant can happen anywhere and at any time. I also started doing it while I was driving, which is actually a very good thing. I named what I was seeing. Doing it during driving is really good because it means you're actually staying focused on what you're doing and it keeps you focused on what's around you. 
The plan is to do this more often and during longer periods of time. I have no thoughts in my mind of the past or the future unless I willingly choose to go there. I am totally aware of it when it occurs. I can easily shift back and correct my thinking. This has taken a long time, I have to tell you, and it didn't happen overnight. It's taken a couple years. The rest of the time, my thoughts are only about what is happening right now and in this moment. It is blissful. The sooner you get here, the happier you'll be. Okay, until next week, and next week, I will talk about special relationships and attachment. These relationships are the core of our miscreating and why we struggle in living, struggle with living in the moment. Until next week, this is our journey. Let's keep finding our way. Have a holy instant finding week. (laughs) Love always, Denise.